well right better give him a contract extension. You damn well right better make him the manager over the next series of years. Who used heart attack? Lee. Managers on a major league baseball team don't make decisions. Credibility in this situation is worse than losing your job. Was it over with the Trevor's Bob Pro The castration of the major league baseball managers, we know it. Ask me about my winner. And during that stretch, when they won five games and lost three games, the games they lost, they scored zero. What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Another edition of the Past Ball Show here, brought to you by JohnPielli.com, by St. Aloysius Church in Jackson, New Jersey, by Two Ways, One Passion Food Truck. Thinking about everything going on in the world of baseball, sports, and unifying America. So anything that's on your mind, please, I want you to be part of the program. First thing we're going to get into today, Cam Newton. Had a tough year last year for the New England Patriots. Coming before that, an injury-plagued season with the Carolina Panthers. Right now, doesn't have a job in the National Football League. And in all reality, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. You think of a, a player having the ability to play in a game today or not. But you've heard me on many occasions talking about the lack of of quality quarterbacks in the National Football League. There's not 32 of them. I can't name 32 legitimate, no doubt, NFL starting quarterbacks that exist in the league right now and certainly can't name another 32 after that. There's teams that have awful backup quarterback situations. So my point has been, are the best quarterbacks in the National Football League set up at this moment, to take over for the next quarterback that's injured. In other words, Russell Wilson got hurt last week. Geno Smith is in as the quarterback. Maybe Geno's got something left, but he hasn't played on really played very much over the last seven, eight years since his time with the New York Jets. Can Geno Smith guide the Seattle Seahawks to the promised land, to the place that they need to be? Can are, are the Seattle Seahawks taking that much of a step back with Geno Smith at the helm? The answer is probably yes. And that's one of many examples that exist in the National Football League. So my point all along has been this. Do you have the best players set up to back up the most important position as it exists in the National Football League right now? And my Question off the bat, should Cam Newton be playing right now? And the answer should be absolutely 100% unequivocally yes. Should he be under center playing for whatever team? No. But he should be at the very least on the roster. Now, there's a, a little bit of discussion about his exit from New England. Was it uh, a decision between Belichick and Newton? Did they discuss it? Was Newton blindsided by it? Did he really believe that he could be a backup quarterback in the National Football League? Or did he give the impression to the New England Patriots that there was no chance he was going to do that? He was not going to sit behind Mac Jones and hold the clipboard. If that was the case, that might be a little different. But you're looking at a quality NFL quarterback in Cam Newton that probably isn't on the MVP level. And I totally get that. 
You're not. Ex I'm not expecting you know Cam Newton right out of Auburn. You know when he was winning the MVP that year, leading the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl. I'm not expecting that player to be the the Cam Newton that you're going to see right now. But the fact that he is not on an NFL team is a concern, and it leads me to something that I know is going to piss people off. I know it's going to get people upset, but I'm okay with it. You know, Colin Kaepernick, the ship is sailed. Odds are Kaepernick's not going to be playing in the NFL ever again. Whether it's his own decision by now, whether he's come to grips with the fact that he's not going to play professional football in the NFL again, it, it, odds are it's not going to happen. It Could it have happened a couple of years ago? Yeah, sure. But right now, we've come to grips with the fact that Colin Kaepernick's not going to play in the NFL again. And there's going to be varying degrees of opinions about Colin Kaepernick. A lot of people are going to say good. A lot of people are going to say, well, you know, the NFL is showing their true colors by not allowing a black man to express his true feelings. You know, there, there was nothing that Colin Kaepernick said in his decision to protest that wasn't true. You know, police brutality, if it happens once, it's happening too much. You know, to be against police brutality is not being an evil person, I'll tell you that. And what happens, once again, you, know, you look at a person that is going to be emasculated. Every last bit of what Colin Kaepernick was about, every single thing about his past, is going to come out and be held against him because he had the balls to speak up against something that wasn't right. Now, is Cam Newton in the same position? No. I, I, I don't look at Cam Newton that same way. I'm sure there's a lot of opinions that Cam Newton has. But do I look at him or is he judged by the general public in the same category or position as Colin Kaepernick? Is he at this moment being blackballed from playing in a National Football League? No. But is there something kind of under the radar going on? My question is, why isn't Cam Newton at least on somebody's practice squad? You know, for, for teams that need the depth, the quarterback position is the most important position on the football field. To be in a spot where you're leaving yourself up to one quarterback, and if that quarterback gets injured, what do you have? You, know, you see Mike Glennon getting a chance to play with Daniel Jones getting hurt. And there's going to be other quarterbacks that are going to get hurt. Not very many teams are equipped with a solid enough backup that you could say, hey, the rest of my team is good enough that I can win without the quarterback that I have. And in the NFL, you really do need to have two quarterbacks. You think about a couple of years ago, Marcus Mariota, starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill was the backup. Mariota got hurt, and the Titans were a rare example that the backup quarterback could play just as well as the first-string quarterback. And unless we've hit that time, unless you could go through all 32 NFL teams and have 32 NFL backups, that you feel that that team would feel just as confident with their second stringer in there, I'm starting to wonder why Cam Newton doesn't have a job in the National Football League. Is it race-related? Listen, I wouldn't run it past anybody. You look at the situation in Houston, Deshaun Watson, 
The decisions made probably mutually from Watson who wants to be traded from the Houston Texans that may think it's not a good uh, a public image to have Watson playing in, in face of this scandal. You know, it hasn't been resolved yet. It hasn't gone to court. He hasn't been charged. You know, it's kind of just out in the, you know, in the middle of nowhere. There's women that are accusing him of things. And, it, you know, it's probably better for everybody that Deshaun Watson doesn't play. You're telling me that Davis Mills, within the next three to five years, with all due respect to him, is going to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League. I have a hard time believing that. I have a hard time believing that Geno Smith, three to five years down the road, is going to be playing and starting as a quarterback in the National Football League. And you're telling me, yes, Cam Newton's coming off of a down season with the New England Patriots. He's coming down off of an injury plague season a year before with the Carolina Panthers. But you're telling me that Cam Newton can't offer a team some stability, some depth, in case their quarterback gets injured. Number two, the Tampa Bay Rays. Sure, they're an incredible story this year especially after what they did last year. They made it to the World Series in a truncated 2020 season and decided to trade Blake Snell, one of the best pitchers in baseball, let Charlie Morton move on as a free agent. Tyler Glass now, their best pitcher, gets hurt, has Tommy John surgery. And this team has done more than piece itself together. They have one of the best teams in the American League in spite of all that. And what works for the Tampa Bay Rays is the fact that they have a system, a great system, a system that doesn't necessarily just work for the pitchers. They move different players around, the versatility, whether they're first baseman, third baseman, outfielders. They move guys in and out based off of matchups, and they create themselves the ultimate opportunity and probability that they could win. They use numbers better than anybody, and they reap the majority of the benefits that they get. They won 100 games this year. They won the division, which probably was the best division in baseball. You, you beat the Red Sox. You beat the Yankees. You beat the Toronto Blue Jays, all teams that won 91 or more games. You should be proud of yourself. So the Cinderella story, I think it's time to kind of shed that off a little bit and not look at the Rays in that regard. They're a good baseball team, and they absolutely deserve the credit that they get. Do I believe that they have a ceiling that they can't necessarily break through? I think we've seen it. Now, could they have won the World Series last year? Absolutely. You know, six-game series against a great Dodger team, a team that played over 700 baseball over the course of the 60 games last year. They were right up there with them. They could have won that series. And you know what? If they did, everything I'm about to say would have just been proven wrong. And if the Rays beat the Red Sox and win the ALCS and win the World Series, everything I'm about to say will be proven wrong. I don't think the Rays are equipped to win a World Series championship. And if you look at a situation like having to play an elimination game and use your bullpen, most teams will be at a disadvantage. The Rays probably won't be, because they do it better than anybody. But I'd hate to have my season on the line with seven relievers hoping that they all have it going at the same time. 
because we understand that relievers are fickle. And the you know the chance that a guy walks the leadoff batter, we know the percentage of time when you walk the leadoff batter and that person scores. You got the Red Sox at home at Fenway Park with the emotion of winning an exciting walk-off game. I think it's a tough spot for the Rays. And we'll see how they face it. You know, the Rays have had it, for whatever reason, pretty easy this year. They won 100 games. It, their AL East was never really in doubt. They were never worried about the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Blue Jays, in spite of all those teams winning 91, 92 games. So you look at the Rays, and my question is going to continue to be, is their system equipped to win a World Series championship? Can you use almost 100% analytics, data, and not necessarily have it matter what players you have, and he could win a World Series championship? Because I think the Rays, if they win a World Series championship, is going to send ridiculous vibes throughout the sport. And I think you're going to look at baseball in a different way. You already have 29 other teams trying to figure out what the Rays are doing. You have executives, front office people, going from the Rays to different organizations, trying to tell them what they know. The Rays are on the cutting edge of baseball technology. And everybody wants to get a piece of it. But my question is this. Is this system, this unbelievable system that the Tampa Bay Rays have created where they could put whatever players, you know, G-Man Choi would all do respect, you know, didn't have a job a couple of years ago. And there's several other players like that that are picked up off the scrap heap that the Rays seem to get some use out of. You know, Matt Whistler could have been had by every, anybody last offseason. Michael Waka was awful for the Mets last year. The Rays are doing something, whether you know it's the uh, advancement of the technology, spin rate, stuff like that, you know, helping the pitchers, playing the players, position players, based off of platoon splits and stuff like that, whatever gives themselves the best matchup. My question about the Rays is, is there a ceiling? And as I look straight up at the ceiling in this room, it, do, does this organization and the system, the way it's created, have the ability to crash through it, have the ability to break through it, and have the ability to win a World Series championship? Number three, you look at the phenomenon that exists in the National Football League right now. And I, I can't describe why it bothers me. And maybe if there's somebody listening or watching, yeah, you know, you could throw something my way and make me uh, understand why this particular situation bothers me. But you know, somebody started this crazy thing where NFL defensive players are wearing these single-digit numbers, and he say, "John, what the hell does that even matter?" And I'm still trying to figure it out myself. You ever have something that just simply grinds your gears? You ever have something that you just you, you just don't understand why and you just wish that it wouldn't happen? I look at the history of the National Football League for the over 100 years that have been and I see somebody wearing the number 7 or the number 3 or the number 1 and I think of a quarterback. 
and I think of a kicker. I don't think of a linebacker. I don't think of a defensive back. In fact, when I see a linebacker and a defensive back wearing a single digit number, I look at them as a high school or a college player. And they, they almost don't, they almost lack, I, I, don't, I don't even know what it says. But it's, it, it just doesn't seem fitting of a National Football League player. And listen, in all reality, this is probably the worst take that I have ever had on this show. But I need to throw it out there. Single-digit numbers for defensive players in the National Football League, I can't say have to go because I have no control over whether it goes. But I can't respect a defensive player in the National Football League that has a single-digit number. There, I said it. A little bit of a recap to the show today. And as always, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. The Passball Show is brought to you by JohnPielli.com, by St. Aloysius Church in Jackson, New Jersey, by Two Ways, One Passion Food Truck, located in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Also, by The Contender. You check out The Contender. You can download the app. All the, the latest in sports talk, particularly in the regions of Chicago and Washington, D.C., and also on a national level, download the app, The Contender. So, Cam Newton should have a spot in the National Football League as a backup. Should he be playing? Well, maybe he should be playing over Davis Mills. Maybe if he was healthy and in the right condition, he should be playing over Geno Smith. I can think of a handful of other situations where he'd, he would at least compete for a job in the National Football League. Like I said, there isn't 32, without a doubt, unequivocal starting quarterbacks in the NFL. So, this isn't being spoken about, and I wonder what Cam thinks. You know, does Cam think he's being blackballed? Does Cam think that there's some sort of racial issue that's holding him back from at, at least being on somebody's practice squad? And I don't know. Maybe he's offered a job on a practice squad and he's turned it down. It's possible. Maybe he's blown it off. Maybe he says, hey, that's not what I want. I don't want to be a backup. I want to be a starter. Tough position for Cam Newton to be in right now based off of last year. He played for the New England Patriots. He got a chance to start just about all of their games, and he wasn't good. You know, if we, if we were talking about baseball with Cam Newton as the quarterback for the New England Patriots, he would have been considered below replacement level. Now, does that mean he's done? Like I said, the issue that exists is the National Football League quarterback situation, which I tell you, continues to leave a lot to be desired. And if Cam Newton is not good enough to be a legitimate backup, to be a snap away from being on the field and maybe getting another chance to prove himself, then I got to see what gives. Are we talking about an example of Cam Newton who happens to be a black quarterback going through something in regards to what Colin Kaepernick went through? And obviously, we're talking about different situations. Colin Kaepernick spoke out. Cam Newton, you know, has some quirkiness to him, but you know, has has not been a, a you know against the grain type of guy. But I also think of Doug Williams. I think of Doug Williams in the 1980s with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of the most lively arms in regards to a quarterback that we have ever seen, and he got kind of shoved aside. Some racial undertones were there because a lot of America wasn't ready for a black man 
to have the most prestigious position on a National Football League field. And if that doesn't happen, then we're not having this conversation right now. If that doesn't happen, then Colin Kaepernick doesn't get blackballed for the National Football League for saying the things that he said for kneeling during the National Anthem. And Cam Newton, where does he fall in the midst of this? Like I said, Davis Mills is starting for the Houston Texans. And Davis Mills being on a football field under center is decreasing the Houston Texans' chance, shot, and opportunity to win the football game. And you tell me if Cam Newton wasn't there, at least as a backup to push him, that the chance for the Houston Texans to compete will be a little bit better than what it is? Do I have to throw in the fact that the you know, recently deceased owner, Bob McNair, made a racial comment in regards to the inmates running, what was it, the, the hospital? The, the asylum, per se? Is there a reason why they haven't reached out to Cam Newton at this point? Spoke about the Tampa Bay Rays. And like I said, the Rays win a World Series championship. I come back on here and I say that I'm wrong. And whoop de doo you, know, you, you hosted 500-something shows. I'm sure I've been wrong many times before. There's a lot that doesn't fit about the Tampa Bay Rays and their system. It's worked. And if you're a, a fan of the Cinderella, if you're a fan of the, you know, the, the team that nobody's going to give a chance, if you're rooted for the Bad News Bears, if you're you know, rooted for Hoosiers, you know, those unsung stories. You know, the Cleveland Indians of Major League. There's nothing that makes sense that the Tampa Bay Rays should be winning the AL East, should be have the best record in the American League, should be the defending AL champions, especially what they've done between 2021 and 2022. They traded Blake Snell. They didn't bring back Charlie Morton. Tyler Glass now is out for the season. Tommy John surgery. And they continue to put players in there that fit their system. And I give them all the credit in the world for that. I just believe that they are going to hit their ceiling. At some point, this is a team, a philosophy, an institution that's set up to not win a World Series championship. And they're on the verge of proving me wrong. Will NFL defensive players at least consider not wearing single-digit numbers? I see that goofy seven on the field. I don't look at a defensive backer or a linebacker as a ferocious player. I look at them as an amateur. Can you put a one next to it? I don't know. Silly take of the day. This is the Past Ball Show brought to you by JohnPielli.com. Of course, if in a podcast world, you could download the Past Ball Show on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, and of course, YouTube, which we're going live right now. We'll be back with you maybe in a couple days or a week or so. Anything that's on your mind, you can tweet at me, at John underscore PLE, comment on any means possible. God bless you, and as always, I'll see you on the other side. He gets rewarded.
to a particular franchise as we hit the halfway point here in the past ball show. Why don't you give it all or a majority of it to the team that wins the freaking World Series? I was going to listen to that, but then I just carried on living my life. Now they come out as the biggest major league baseball manager apologist. That'll only make someone work just hard enough not to get fired. Because hitters are going out there saying, I'm either going to hit a home run or I'm going to strike out. And if I don't get a pitch that I feel like I could drive out of the park. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Especially you prospect whores and hoarders are going to be a little pissed off at me when I say this. There are only two managers in baseball's Hall of Fame who have losing records. One of them is the iconic Connie Mack, who you could say, in spite of winning five World Series championships as a manager, could be in as much as a pioneer and Bucky Harris. And what side of the spectrum they're on? Were they pitching? Were they batting? If your favorite team was pitching and the ball got inside to hit a batter, there's no way it could have been on purpose. But if, if you were the fan of the team that was batting and the ball got inside and hit somebody or went behind somebody's head, absolutely 100%, unequivocally, that pitcher was throwing at <laughs> put their tail between their legs and decided they're going to do exactly what they're told. He didn't do anything wrong in this situation. He took a pitch in the back and got beat for crying out loud. 35 years ago, I could have loaned your parents the money for an abortion.